It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Well, well, well. Welcome once again to the Lair of Justice. A Lair of Justice? That's an F. I like it. Add that. Write that down. Add it to the list. Yeah, you, you guys like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wait till you see Hogo Pod's Justice League. Us just berating uh, drug addicts and police officers for, well, going on t- three years now? Yep. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. ACAB, uh, this is hats off, gloves off. Um, hats off to those deserve it. Gloves off to those deserve it. Pats on the back. boy. Pats on the fanny. Bad boy. Uh, bringing justice to the real world. The yin and the yang of comedies. Finger pointing, finger blasting. If you uh, do a goody good... Hats off to you, sir. Hey, that's what it sounds like if you do a bad. With any kind of combination of booze. Uh, just so you know what page we're on. Um, go follow at Hogopod on Instagram for any comments, corrections, suggestions. And let's get started. I have a fun one. Uh, this is definitely a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. All right, that's enough. Chill. So uh, this this guy is just a tour guide. This is just a feel-good story. It's hats off to this man for, you know, being a a, a, a beam of light in a in a world it's so unfamiliar. So full of darkness. So, yeah. The unknown, un- what's happening next? These past couple years. Tomorrow's oh. not promised to anyone, you know. Live for today. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. If uh, you, you want to live your life, life, go home. Hop in your car, wherever you have a podcast player, listen to it. A podcast player. Go down to Best Buy, get yourself a podcast Go player. Go get yourself an MP podcast player. <laughs> so this one is, this this guy is a tour guide in Iceland. And um, they just reached out to like his company, the company he works for, and they're like, hey, get one of your tour guides to wear these sunglasses like out near the volcano because they were having like a slow eruption. I guess it's like really rare because most are kind of explosive in like rural Iceland, but this one was just kind of like a, a bubbling and it. So it was just clo- slowly like seeping out and they're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. So you can get really close to it. So like, Hey, as a promotion, <laughs> throw on these sweet shades and have one of your guys stand next to it. So they hand it to one of their employees and are they special shades? So your eyes don't hurt from the glowing lava or is it just like rip curl trying to make some money? No, they're sick. Um, they're called, let me see. I don't want to ruin that. Um, I don't know what they're called. They're cool. They're like stepdad, like uh, like baseball coach Oakleys. You know what I mean? Like the giant, like Florida sunglasses. The ones that like lesbians in the nineties wore. Yeah, kind of. So here's a. I'll just show you a photo. You know what I'm talking about? Like I own a jet ski sunglasses. Yeah. Um, the reflective lenses, absolutely. Yeah, giant. Um, so so they, they answer this tour guide. They're like, go take a photo with these glasses on for an ad, a promo. So he just takes all his clothes off. <laughs> and just poses butt naked <laughs> for the promotion. He and his train of thought. He was like, "Well, they want this thing to get eyes on it. So if I get naked, maybe uh, that'll cause some kind of controversy. Yeah, or it'll get something." Some eyes. So they were more than happy. This guy got a bunch of free pairs of glasses. Sweet. Um, Everyone's happy. Good job. Yeah. And I guess it was like during some festival, and they were like, "Why'd you do it?" And he said, "A festival is not a true festival unless someone gets naked." But this is also Iceland, so I'd like to think he like said it with a fun accent too. He's like, "A festival, it's not a festival," 
Because that's more Danish, I guess. Uh, oh, let me see. There's a name here. They're so, Fuck. The company, I think, is called like Pit Viper, the sunglass <laughs> company. So you know they're rad. I'll post the photo on the Instagram. Yeah, that's Pit Viper. I'm getting, we're getting all our shades from Pit Viper from here on out. Oh, dude, if we can get like a Pit Viper logo underneath the hats off, gloves off watermark in the corner. Yeah, I've been wearing Ray-Bans, here somewhere. but I'm ready to make a change. I could I'm talking to you, Pit Viper. I've been wearing. I do. I broke three pairs of Ray Bans in my life, and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm done with it. I, I get my glasses for twelve dollars for three pairs on Amazon. Nah, I used some to, poor Chinese kid makes my glasses. Cause I'm just gonna sit on them anyway. Nah, I used to do that, but my eyes, you know, These I get pale eyes. blue Norwegian eyes. They'll go blind because those glasses, yeah, the cheap, just... the cheap gas station ones are uh, worse for your eyes than nothing. But uh, you know what? Actually, I bought this pair of Ray Bans three years ago. Still have them. That's not bad. I actually take <coughs> really good care. What of those them. run you? I think they're a hundred and ten dollars. Hundred and ten. I think that's MSRP. If I can find them on sale, you know, and I remember, my, you know, if I can, yeah, get you got to go to the Nordstrom 50. rack. They'll have them real cheap at Nordstrom rack, but it'll What's be the like difference, it'll be like some weird color. If they're polarized, right? That it's fine. Three for twelve dollar glasses are not polarized. Yeah, they are. They help. I can see better when I'm fishing. Nah. Yeah, they, we got to get the infomercial ones where we can see like the Marines. Oh, I have blue blockers too. They, we, like, we need the ones, you know, the ones that help like you see, see at it, night, and the, you can get a screen that kind of covers half your dashboard. Like you're seeing all blurry, and then everything's like HD, and all oh these, yeah, HD and all vision. these bald eagles are flying <laughs> in front of you. It's sick. I got to get those. Oh fuck! And they always say military grade, uh, like metal or plastic, which means, aerospace aluminum, which means nothing because uh, the military grade stuff is just regular stuff. Yeah, what do you think they're the military like they still use yeah. like Dell laptops? Like they have plastic we can't use? Yeah, it's just the same <laughs> stuff. It's like it like McDonald's will always be like, and we, we only serve fresh grade A eggs and it's illegal to sell anything besides grade A. Yeah. So it's like everyone's selling grade A lady. What are you bragging about? Yeah, yeah but that's that like one? now like they're I mean, grocery stores have had it for a long time, but they're just now cracking down on the laws. We're like, no, if it's or if you say organic or like free range, it has to actually like the chicken needs at least six square feet to run around per chicken. Yeah, it's very specific. What? Yeah, because uh, right. like cage free, but it's like no, you but you still just have eight thousand chickens in a fucking barn. Like, there's not room regardless. I don't know how this is. And I'll tell you what, I started shopping again at Trader Joe's recently. Some of this stuff does make sense. Their eggs are better. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Your Trader Joe's is the shit. What you got to do is you got to dedicate a few hour chunk of your day and you team up where you're like, all right, I'm going to Ralph's regular store, but I'm also hitting TJ's and maybe some Gelson's for some fancy salsa. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to. The trifecta. Trader Joe's, they're pre-made shit and they're already frozen stuff. Like they're like enchiladas and frozen macaroni and cheese. All that shit is so good. I like that. They have a, a what is it? Spanakopita? The. Greek, the feta pie. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You just pop it in the oven for like 15 minutes and it's delicious. Yeah, they got all that. Yeah, anything that's popular international. But uh, yeah, Uh, big fan of the Trader Joe's. Best, better yogurt. Oh, dude, their yogurt, it's like a dollar a piece, and it's it tastes like ice cream. Way better it's, yogurt. It's so good. Get the strawberry banana. It's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that one. Yeah, yeah the cream so, ones. Yeah, it's the greatest. Go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, and then we're going to get a Trader Joe's logo right here. They have uh, they have their, they make their own Flamin' Hot Cheetos now, and they're quite nice. I think my girlfriend got those. Um, are they, they were more like Takis. Nope, not it. No. But uh, yeah, she I know what those. you're those talking about. I know the Taki ones you're talking about. Uh, the dehydrated edamame. 
they're 22 is a serving and it's like four calories. You're like, how is this even possible? And they're delicious. Anyway, uh, shout out to Trader Joe's. Shout I, out to uh, Pit Viper Sunglasses. Shout out to this lovely Scandinavian man. Fucking, you asked this man to do it, and he was the right man for the job. Look at him. Look how happy he is. Yeah, and that's just a guy they brought, went and got beers afterwards. And, and this is a, I, you know this guy. He's like the same guy. He's a tour guide for the volcanoes in Iceland. Like, yeah, he's a crazy fun personality. It's the same guy that works like ski lifts or like zip lines. Yeah, good time jobs. Yeah. Good time yeah. jobs. Hats off. I got a great... This is really, at the end of the day, this is a gloves off, but... <laughs> Hats off to you, sir. No gloves. Oh, I thought you, you were going to switch, switch a rule on me. Nah. Well, it's a gloves off because this mom sucks. But <laughs> what she did was rad. So um, she found out... This is in Florida, by the way. You know, you know the whole Florida thing. It happens. Well, Jacksonville action... This mom, her, I guess her daughter got in a fight with another student. Okay. And clearly told the mom about it. And then there's this huge ruckus one day. <laughs> oh, ruckus? At 1214 in the cafeteria. Was that your word or the articles? It's mine. Okay. I threw that in there. That's off to you. But there's an announcement over the radio saying there was a fight going on in the cafeteria. Hurry. We got to go. And what they found was a mother... Who brought? Who put a boxing glove on? Just started beating the <laughs> shit out of a kid. I was hoping you sent this to me. I didn't read it because I wanted you to bring it on the podcast. She had just exited the school with her own daughter after a <laughs> meeting with the vice principal. So clearly, her kid was a troublemaker. Got in trouble. Yeah, vice principal is the disciplinarian. You mean with the principal? It's like you're going to a good college. Fucking vice principal, dude. That's no good. Fuck you, Mr. Press. Dude, the daughter, after the meeting, the daughter comes out, pushed the victim to the ground, threw some punches <laughs> before, and then the mom joined in. Oh, I thought the mom started. No, okay, the, so the daughter mom, started she it. She gives her a single boxing glove. Or they each have one glove. I'm, I can't figure that part out. Riddle had the boxing glove. The mom had the boxing glove. So she's wearing a boxing glove. Okay, this gets so much better. Okay. When the mom showed up to school for the meeting with the principal, yes. she already had the vice principal. She already had the glove on her hand and they said, Would you please take that boxing glove off? What the fuck? And she, re- she was gonna box the And she replied, It's super glued on my hand. I cannot take it off. Already. You're like the secretary, like if how do you have the meeting? Say, then get some goof off. And <laughs> some gooby gone. Let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. As the the VP's secretary, you have to give him a heads up. You can't just walk her straight in. You just be like, "Hey, just so you know, this is the situation." I, you need to be briefed on some craziness like that going down. Fuck <laughs> this woman. And then, but they did get her to take it off for the meeting. No. So they. Oh, so she just had it on the she entire time. She had it on time. the whole time. They're leaving the meeting. The daughter runs away and starts pummeling the kid, the quote victim. And then the mom joins in, probably thinking, shit, I already have this boxing glove super glued to my hand. Yeah. I might as well throw some blows. Well, it's like you want to be there. You, It's okay to let two kids fight. But if the mom's going, if I have to step in, I just can't be throwing full blows. I need the protection of a boxing glove. So I'm not hitting a child, hitting a child. It's a boxing glove. Yeah. 
So not there's, hurt there's foresight in there. Also, I so she's there's getting no allegedly's in this. That girl is the victim. This yeah. is well, this, this yeah, is the household school, she comes from. A whole school witnessed it. <laughs> um, oh, but it doesn't say how old they were. I mean, the mom's thirty four. Oh. You know, are we talking like? A husky eighth grader. Judging on this, or is if she the mom's beating 30, up a third grader? The mom's thirty-four. I'm going to say they're seniors in high school. If this is the kind of behavior she's exhibiting, yeah. What school? What was the name of the school? Middle school. It was a middle school student. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Fucking nuts. That is wild. So the the victim's alleged alleged victim. <laughs> Her uh, her parents we are absolutely pressing charges. We can just assume she's charges. a victim. I know. I like saying alleged. <laughs> this fucking bitch, dude. Can you imagine your bully's mom shows up and beats you up too? Holy well, there's that, shit. Uh, there's that video I sent you a long time ago of... It's a lady in one of those electric wheelchairs fighting with another mom in a Walmart. And then the son jumps in and starts punching the lady in the face <laughs> and calling her names and stuff. Oh, yeah. I it's like that. an eight-minute video. It's fucked up. Dude, that's so wild. Walmart fights are the best. Uh, they ha- There's a great uptick in them. They because... should start putting waffle houses inside Walmarts, don't you think? I know. There there was an era. I'd, I'd say like... Two, Wouldn't be enough. 2000 to like 2010. Dude, I'm going... First thing I'm doing when I get... I'm flying into Jacksonville, Florida, waffle house. <laughs> first stop. <laughs> uh... They stopped putting, like, vestibules. Like, there used to be, like, a... For a while, when they'd build a new Walmart, there would be a full food court. So it'd be, like, a McDonald's and a Blimpies and, like, an ice cream place. And they kind of turned those into, like, optometrists and shit now. Yeah, there's a Walmart... I, I went to a Walmart, and they have, like, weird, like, creepy, like, a mini McDonald's. And then it has, like, Ronald sitting outside like of on it a on a bench. Yeah. yeah. Those ones are weird. Fucking go to a McDonald's. Don't go to a Walmart McDonald's. Uh, but it is nice... It is nice. You though. worked at a Walmart at McDonald's? <laughs> of course you do. You're wow. from Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, see, we didn't have Walmarts. Honestly, one came to Long Beach when I was like 18, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, there's like uh, city ordinances all over L.A. County. There's one in downtown L.A., or I mean in downtown it's, Long Beach. It took now. them like 25 years to get that one built in Burbank. They were, and then Bur- it's only in Burbank because they're a municipality. They kind of do their own shit. Yeah, so every like, basically everyone I know who's not from here... Walmart is such a huge part of their existence and their life. <laughs> yeah. And to me, it means absolutely nothing. Like, I would talk to people and they're like, no, that's where we hung out on Friday. Like, we would just go fuck around in Walmart. And you have everything from, because it's free to park in their parking lot. So people on an you RV camp do over. You can camp. They sell everything from skateboards to dog food. Like, you can get a fish there. You can do your entire grocery shopping, a pair of shoes. Like, it's insane. And, like, if you go, like, to Kentucky or something, it's like they still sell firearms. You're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. You, you'll see a turnaround. But, yeah, uh, w- there's no need to put, like, a, a Waffle House inside of a Walmart because you don't need, like, an epicenter inside of an epicenter. You know what I mean? I just want the shit to explode. That's all. <laughs> the whole thing is just going to come collapsing down. Um, we don't really need Walmarts. Yeah, we do. Nah, fuck them. No, you don't. And fuck Target, too. Uh, you know what? I do not like Target. I don't like. I the... like Target better than Walmart for sure. But I say fucking. But both. Target is Target has this whole like superiority thing where they don't realize they're only Target because Walmart exists. Like if Walmart doesn't exist, Target it, you're you're Walmart. Now. What superiority? This is what happens when you go to Walmart. Hey, here's the item I want. Oh look, it's not on the shelf. Oh there it is. 
four aisles down because someone hurled it over there for no reason. <laughs> this is me going to Target. Hey, where's the Old Spice? There it is. Let me get it. Whoa, it's 10 cents more than Walmart? Literally? Okay, yeah. let's go home. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Walmart, dude. Um, no, but Target... I like going to Walmart to not buy anything. I like to wander a Walmart, but I don't need to buy it's shit. It's a good people watch. That's why... Uh, but I don't know. I haven't been in over a year. I went to the one in Burbank a couple of times, but then COVID kicked in, and there's a line around the block. It's like, yeah, of course. This place is packed. Yeah, I just don't like the one-stop shop. I want to walk down a main street... I want to get my vitamins from the vitamins. Those days are dead, dude. Walmart's not even going to exist in 10 years because fucking Amazon delivers. I don't like that either. Um, Oh, anyway, let me uh, move on to uh, another pressing time. Uh, Or, sorry, another pressing matter. This just in. Breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. All right, so uh, we got a real sassy boy in Detroit. This guy, um, he's the new owner of the uh, uh, the Caucus Club. Cool. Which is like a, a fine dining establishment, which is like, you always, you know what I mean? Like, my whole view of Baltimore is the wire. You know what I mean? Detroit is like Eight Mile, Danny Brown. And Four Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, okay. Like, you guys are gangsters and it's cold? Like, fucking chill, dude. But, um... I don't know why anybody still lives in Detroit, but uh, anyway, they do have fine dining options. I'm assuming somewhere downtown. Uh, the Caucus Club. It's been around since like the 30s, I think. I don't, I'm not going to look for it in the article, but this place has been around a while. It closed down in like 2012, and this guy bought it in 2017. And he's got a long battle, apparently, of uh, uh, enforcing dress code. Just like, bro, you, you opened a fine dining restaurant in Detroit in 2017. So he's like, it's, it was hard enough to get people to just not wear, like, jerseys. So then he, like, split up the restaurant because they do show games there. So he's like, there's a dining room, and on game nights, we'll show the game in the bar. And he put up, like, a divider because he's like, people don't want to see football jerseys when they're enjoying a steak from my establishment. Um, but, you know, you, I mean, you've seen those places where it's just, like, it's always been uh, accused of being, like, veiled racism. And they're like, hey, no, no ball caps. No sneakers, no no jerseys, no yeah, do rags. But, but I do like the, uh, I like the. I don't go to fancy restaurants very often. But when I do, I do dress up because it's like, yeah, it's part of the experience. It's part of the fun. Yeah. But uh, so then when you're like wearing your dumb like fucking cashmere sweater, and you see some guy with the Red Sox hat, you're like, yeah, fuck him. I spent 45 minutes. I showered and shaved today. Dude, I got upgraded to first class one time, uh, going to Atlanta, and I just, I. I was like, st- I was like, oh, first class, and then my second thought was like, oh, I'm not dressed for first class. I'm wearing like wearing like sweats and my fucking hoodie. I'm like, oh, god damn it! Like, I gotta pretend like I'm like a fucking tech guy now, so people don't think I'm a fucking idiot. I'm just, I just look like I don't belong. I'm like, oh, god damn it. Um, but anyway, first class was dope. I always do that when I walk it through the plane through first class, and I see someone who kind of like. Looks like me, or maybe not me, but just doesn't look fancy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you do? Would you? I'm always like, would you get upgraded? Yeah. What, what do you do for a living, huh? Yeah, I like um, when uh, you're how like. Are you, how do you get first class? Well, we flew to Denver, and it's just like it's all just people going. Like they're either visiting or you know what I mean. They're seeing family. Like why does people? Why would you go from L.A. to Denver? You know what I mean. You're probably to going visit, to visit, obviously. The yeah. Red Rocks. You're, you know what I mean. A specific. Well, everyone event. does. Yeah. People and then on there's planes. just like 
There's or visitors. Just like, there's just one guy in a suit though, and you're like, is this guy in a business? Is he like one of the guys in the movies? Like, I got a flight to Atlanta at four. Yeah, he just staying at the airport Hilton, like knocking out crazy deals, selling drills for oil drilling, <laughs> yeah. and then he leaves. Like where he's literally like, I was in San Antonio, New York, and Boston all in the same day, and I <laughs> and I still slept at home, and I still kissed my son goodnight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just looking at Excel spreadsheets. Oh, I go, oh shit, I'm having sushi with the partners in, in St. Louis. That was a cool part about up in the air because when you're on a plane and you see someone like go through security so slickly versus most of the other people, because yeah. I got my shit down. I got I can get my belt off in one second. I like to pretend I'm not going to take my belt off and then just go at the end yeah. and then throw it in there. Uh, yeah, the I worst like the is the moves. I actually like being in airports and hanging out in airports. I do. I do like, too. It's, it's ideally with a good buzz on. Well, it's not bad. I, I, I brought a flask last time and the guy with the security guard was like, Hey, <laughs> like, come on. He, he just gave me like a, don't do that. But it's you like, can have it. You just can't it's like $12 beers. You're allowed to bring it. You just can't, you're not allowed to drink it on the plane. Uh, I was drinking it in the fucking, the because mini bottles, you could f- literally fill your entire backpack with Jack Daniels mini bottles. <laughs> put it through. They would probably search it, yeah. but put it through and they would let you through. Yeah. I hate the guys. Uh, but I was... Last I, time, I take my laptop out or my tablet, whichever one I'm bringing, and then people, they're like, you don't have to take it out. I'm like, well, it's out now, so just do your thing and I'll put it back in. Like, you're adding steps here because 19 out of 20 times I do this, they tell me to take it out. And now I know you're telling me this, and I'm not going to take it they out next do, time. though, because, yeah, I didn't take mine out, and I had to go back through. Why am I going <laughs> oh. back through the metal detector, sir? I'm on the other side. I have freedom. Yeah, also, where are you a terrorist from? Fucking Estonia? <laughs> you fucking, like, guys, I get it. It's that, uh, that Kevin Brennan joke that's also a Marty's joke, but he's like, he's going through security, like, sir, random check. And he's like, I'm not Muslim. He's like... He's like, sir, that's racist. He's like, it's fine. I'm a racist. <laughs> He's like, who the fuck am I bombing? Oh, what am I with it? from the IRA? Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, so anyway, this guy's... Only thing I'm bombing is the reef out in Long Beach that's stopping the waves from rolling in. We get rid of that wave. Fuck again. that reef, dude. A protest I can get behind. Let's go out there and dredge that reef, dude, for oil. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's, let's, produce, let's just start drilling on top of it. Let's get an oil platform right there and just fuck that reef up. Um... Anyway, so this guy, this business owner, the, the proprietor of Caucus Club, if you will, he uh, has resorted to, he's become quite sassy on Instagram and uh, Twitter. So uh, some of his quotes are, are fun and they escalate. So he's like, business casual is the minimum dress code that should be adhered while dining at the Caucus Club. And he saw, and I thought that was pretty clear. And for the sake of fellow guests, don't come into the joint smelling like you just partied with Harold and Kumar. What? <laughs> So apparently it's not just dress code. It's don't, people smelling don't like smell weed. smell like weed either. Yeah. Um, another post, uh, uh, or, uh, don't look like uh, you just hung out with Cheech and Chong from Up in Smokes. This is clear like a middle-aged guy. Fuck him. His reference is Cheech and Chong and Harold and Kumar. Um, please be mindful of strong odors and that they are unacceptable. Seriously, people, hoodies and jerseys are not business attire. They're going to eat more. He just keeps, uh, like, capitalized, all caps locking, just business attire. Seriously, people. Yeah, honestly, if you... No, but fucking, I don't know, get some fucking uh, cologne samples from Macy's. You know what I mean? Figure it out. Don't cover it up or just roll the windows down. You know what I mean? Let it air out a little bit so you don't... I mean, I used to deliver food, and I would would forget to do the uh, cool-down sash... And I just walk back into the restaurant, just like reeking like weed. And I just, 
to be told by like another employee, like, hey, man, you fucking reek. You're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a, I deliver Chinese food for a living. So, of course, I'm fucking bombed, you idiot. <laughs> like, just tell me if there's a manager coming. Um, but uh, sorry, let me get to the juice. I don't want to skip anything before I get to it, though. Uh, so he says people. Oh, no, that was funny. So he's, he's like, it smells like weed in here. People come to a place like this to smell cigars and alcohol. Like, he th- like once again, bro, you're in Detroit. Like, do you not know what the rest of your fucking... Like, people in Cleveland are glad it's not Detroit. <laughs> I don't know anything redeeming about Cleveland either. Um, I know their river caught fire one time. That's pretty bad. Um, let me see. It's generally accepted if you're going to take the proper protocols and look and smell your best. Show respect for others for a respectful establishment like this. And then, so I went to his fucking, uh, uh, I found his Facebook page, and one of his things was, <laughs> is, this is just a post. So to the classy lady that stole the, soap, that stole the soap dispenser from the lady's washroom, you can find the coordinated accessories at Bed Bath & Beyond. And then he updated it, the second dispenser was stolen last night. Please stay classy, Detroit. <laughs> you fuck. So this guy's just basically, he's just bitching. He's going to be out of the restaurant game in a couple years. He bought yeah. this place three years ago. Somehow kept it open through the pandemic, which is like, bro, you should have cut your losses and not gone into probably millions of dollars of debt to keep open. Yeah, and everyone's just stealing supplies (laughs) from him. Yeah, it's like, please wear a, it's like, he even cut it down. At one point, he's like, you don't have to wear a tie, just a a tucked in collared shirt is fine. And then he was like, okay, the tucked in collared shirt can also be short sleeve. Because then people started going in just to push the boundaries. They're like, all right, fuck you. They're like, like, how far can I go? Like. When he's like, now you're playing a game with the well, public. When you start making rules like that, then there are ways around rules. That's how like being a lawyer works. So it's like then you have to make more rules. But then there, it's it's a never ending cycle. <laughs> Poor guy, gloves off to him. Why don't you go sell cell phones or something like? Which is funny is they reached out to uh, like other local restaurants and like, what do you think of this? And he's like, honestly, cut people a break. Just like remind them. You know, what I mean? it's like people have been living on their couches for a year. That's that's the other business owner's quote. He's like. He, it's fine. It's chill. Like people also sweats are more kind of socially acceptable now. You know what I mean? The guy was just not having his back whatsoever. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. So shout out to the caucus club. You're going to be closed down in less than a year. You dipshit. Most of these places have to turn into like a nightclub at night anyway, just to stay open. I don't know. All right. I got a hats off to our fallen comrade, Larry King. Hats off to you, sir. Larry King. Yeah. Larry King, the the uh, operator of the Omaha, what is it? Om- Omaha Mutual? Okay. No, the, uh, the famous talk show. Huh? Oh, okay. Um, basically, what Larry King did is he wrote a will at the last minute on a scrap of paper. He didn't have a will yet? No, he did, but he had to do a little bonus one. Because Larry King's been married like 19 times. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, one of those guys. So... He had to add something, and he wrote on a scrap of paper this thing to uh, cut his wife out of his will because his wife fucked his uh, son's little league coach. Yeah, but what do you expect? Like, what's his wife look? Yeah, I gotta look this up now. <clears throat> I'm asking you, what's uh, Larry King's wife cut out of will? That's kind of a. I mean, how much? What's what was his net worth? First of all, let's see. He's sitting at a cool 144. All right, so. I'm assuming he's got a lawyer on retainer. 144 mil is this dude's net worth. 
And it's all going to you, his children. You better amend that will. I changed my entire thought. <laughs> like it, you have to amend your will. Larry. Eighth wife. Eighth wife? What does she look like? This is what your will looks like when you marry your eighth wife in the hospital room right before heart surgery. That's when he died? This is my last will and testament. The surgery killed him. I want... Oh, she's a, like a Hollywood, like... And it looks like he said he wanted 20% of his money to go to his kids, and then he crossed it out and wrote oh. 100%. Oh, wait, this is different. You got a name on this, Broad? This guy's got so many wives, I can't track her down. She's a babe. He divorced from her in June 2019. So who's the... Larry King wife number eight? Here's the record right here. Frida Miller... Married one year, 1952. Annette K. Divorced in the Married, 50s. had a child in 1961. Divorced. Aline Atkins, Playboy, <laughs> Playboy Bunny. Hey. Married in 1961. He adopts her son. They divorce in 1963. Then he marries again in 1963. Like, <laughs> dude, he went 61, 63, and 63 this, again. This dude just, just doesn't even do first dates. Mickey Supfin, 1963. She divorces him. Aline Atkins, another Playboy bunny. Oh, no, that's the same lady. Bro, you just... They remarried. You've only covered a decade. So he goes back to the same lady in 1969 to remarry, divorced in 72. Something about that moon landing really made him think they could uh, really work it out. Then he marries a math teacher. Goes from Playboy bunny to math teacher. How hot was this math teacher? In what 19- was her name? In 1976, Sharon Leopre, L-E-O-P-R-E. E-O-P-R-E. And then he goes to Julie Alexander. He proposed on their first date, and they lived in different cities their entire marriage, and even that only lasted three years. What the fuck? And the next lady, he married her after five weeks of dating. Oh, they never got married. Dude, Sharon's a dog. Well, his current wife, Sean Southwick, is the one that doesn't get any of his money, and she is fucking hot. Oh uh, no! I, I I was looking at her earlier. She's a uh, heavy on the angles. She looked the most recent photo looked good, but uh, some other ones she looked like fucking that guy from Charmed in that Stephen King cat made for TV movie. Was it uh, Daywalkers or Night Stalkers? Whatever it is, Sean King. How funny is it? She has the same name as the fucking that white guy pretending to be black. Uh, yeah, see, like, look at her fucking... Whoa, that's just not even her head anymore. Look at this broad. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's no bueno, dude. She looks... She used to be a cutie. You know, she's probably great, though. Fully cut out of the will? What are you gonna do at her age? Oh, but Larry fucked her little sister and bought her a $160,000 Benz. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Well, you know what? But when you got 144 mil and you're cutting people out of wills, like, this is just kind of, I think, par for the course. He said you know he didn't I mean? have sex with her, but other activities occurred. And then he said it was just flirtation, he insisted. Like what? I never made love to her. And then she said, I had sex with Larry. He bought me an expensive car. Opens a new window. Uh, Opens a new window. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of wild, dude. But I mean, Larry King, that's just fuck you money. Like he should have died in the fifties. How old is he? One hundred and seven. He's dead now. I know, but how far did he make it? Ninety-eight or something. I don't actually know. Let me see, Larry. All right, while you're researching, I'm going to go into this next one. 87. Oh, that's not... This one's pretty short. It's 140. There's a cop dog in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. And they named it, and people freaked out because they found what the dog's name was. It's a Belgian Uh Malinois Shepherd. Yeah. And they were forced to change the dog's name. Its name is Lil' Kim. Like, they named it after the rapper. (laughs) Okay. It's just a dog. It's not like it's, like, a big, fat, gross dog, you know, like... It's mean. It's not. It doesn't resemble Little Kim. It just looks like a cool dog. But why were they like? F- I named my. I named a, a, a cat Mushu egg roll one time. It didn't look like an egg roll. <laughs> and I know it's Chinese, and the cat's not Chinese, but it's just a cute name. Police canine Lil Kim has name changed amid black rights protest. What the fuck are you talking about? Lil Kim is that is because it it's appropriation. I don't know. It's just insensitive. But even I don't. Uh, even I'm pretty sure that they they got rid of Pepe Le, or Pepe not Pepe Le Pew, uh Speedy Gonzalez, and I think they brought him back because the Mexican community overwhelmingly yeah. complained. Yeah, they love him. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's, it's like we're talking about you know uh, for the past like five years, like they're talking about representation. We need representation, and then they they ban like a fucking Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben and shit. And then you're like, well, now there's no black people in the grocery store. You know what I mean? Whereas you're, you're kind of, it's kind of a double-edged sword where it's like, okay, I guess it could be like an offensive thing, but I don't know. I'm not going to fucking Google it. I never Googled it. I was just like, oh yeah, a big fat black lady probably makes great pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Like if I want good biscuits, I don't care if you're black or white, but I, you better be fat. <laughs> you better be fat. You, you gotta, uh, and also own one of those giant pots that nobody really needs. You know yeah, what I mean? Those cool old spoons that like Charlie's mom stirred laundry with. <laughs> yeah. And Willy Wonka. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, All right. Man. Well, that's how like those protests were. Like people are protesting. Like, it'd be people funny are if... protesting. Getting, <laughs> we're all rid of, <laughs> getting rid of the homeless from the park so they could clean it up. Oh, yeah. And those retards, do, are they not aware that they're also housing them and they've housed over 200 of them already? And it's a biohazard? To have poop in the... Well, yeah, that's the whole Echo thing. Echo Park like... used to be really ghetto. Then they cleaned it up and people started enjoying it again. Now, it's like fucking Apocalypse Now over there. Well... But who are these people? Four... That's what's weird. Because I went to my normal people I disagree with, yeah. and they're all on my side. I was ready to get oh. mad at them, and they're like, yeah, this is crazy. I go on Facebook. I don't see anyone talking about it. So who is this fringe group of people who aren't letting the homeless get kicked out of the park? Well, it's, it's like you're not actually looking out for the homeless. Because like you said, like, there's like, you want it to become like any of these big encampments become like Skid Rowish, where it's like, uh, you know, they like rediscover like diphtheria and like the bubonic plague and shit. But then you got like needles and four people have died there in the last year. You're like, okay, so like, guys, this is in their best interest to, to fucking move them out. And then fucking when we clean it up, fucking move back in. I guess it's just going to become a cycle. We just clean up the park every year. But, like, I don't see how, like, you're on nobody's side by stopping them from kicking the homeless out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, almost just protesting to protest. You know what would be hilarious is if I uh, 
I just agreed with this stupid dog's name change, and you clicked on the picture, and it was a dog with like fucking cornrows in. <laughs> they like had a... it dressed up with a gold chain. <laughs> it has gold teeth. Oh, fuck. No, just a cute little dog doing its job, going by Lil' Kim. Yeah, well, luckily the dog's smart. I think you can change a dog's name. Yeah, just call it Kim. Yeah, or Lil. Or is that the appro- that's the appropriation part? I don't know. I think it's only when you combine it that it gets. White bad. people have to use the T's in Lil. Excuse me, little, little Kim. Is that you, Rough Rough? Um, I'm I'm out. I got nothing. This is a dry week. All right. No news. What do you, do you have? Anything else? I got one more quickie we could talk about. Ooh, you know, quickies let's, are let's, hot. Yeah, quickies are hot. Quickies are hot. So I guess there's a. USA Today inclusion editor, which obviously is a position created in the last, I would say, three years max. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Inclusion editor who went on social media getting mad about the, the grocery store shooting, saying it's always a white, angry white man. Yeah. Always. It's always an angry white man. USA Today fired her. Good. Good. Hats that's, off. Yeah. That's good to see. Because I saw tons of that for the... Uh... For that boulder shooting. I was talking about it at Litterbox where I was like, the, the amount of like things I saw were like another, because that kid just shut up like Atlanta, all those Asian people. And then you're like, finally, like a, uh, you know, or uh, uh, once again, we got another fucking white guy going. And then you're like, wait 20 minutes. And they all found out it was a Middle Eastern guy that shot all white people. And you're like, oh, uh, and you, I actually saw a couple articles where people were like, people, some were doubling down and being like, well, he kind of looked white and. Also yeah, that, white is how you're perceived by others. And people are saying, like, white and uninjured, and he's, like, walking out handcuffed pretty much naked and his legs, like, bleeding like yeah. crazy. It's like, well, all right, let's get our facts straight. <laughs> sure, he's not going to die from this, but he's injured, right? Yeah. Somebody shot him, yeah. clearly. Uh-huh. Somebody shot the man with the gun. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think about this till now, but Syri- he's from Syria. He was born in Syria, the guy who shot up Boulder. Syria is technically Asia, so this was actually an Asian, Asian guy shooting only white people. Which, to my knowledge, I, th- I don't know. Uh, no, you had Virginia Tech. Never mind. I guess plenty of Asians. I guess, yeah, Afghanistan. They drove a fucking plane into a building, so what are you going to do? Oh, I guess that was Saudis. Who knows nowadays? She got fired. My comment was sent at a heated time, and it was a careless error of judgment. I am committed to racial equality. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's that's the most insane thing. Uh, you can't be racist towards white people. Like, what are you talking about? But she did say that it was only because several high-profile alt-right Twitter accounts exposed the tweet. Oh, she... she, she, she it, that's not even a real apology. We need her mom to get in here and be like, no, like you mean it. She's like, I'm sorry that these, not, these fascists on fucking... On a... What, what's the uh i guess they banned it what was the uh fucking right wing twitter parlor the <laughs> she's, she's like yeah yes i was racist towards uh fucking white people but i and, I, and i'm and i'm deeply sorry about those fascists on parlor finding it you fucking maniac take your lumps you fucking take your lumps it's, but it's also the same as like those those cops that were sharing from like a few episodes ago the cops that were sharing like insensitive shit in their like group chats and stuff and you're like bro if you're a cop just be cool for like a couple years 
a year. You know what I mean? Just if everybody just chilled for a second. But like a week after George Floyd, you're like a cop killed another guy. You're like, motherfucker. Like, are you not on your best behavior? Like, just go home. You know what I mean? If a guy's getting crazy, just fucking, you know, you run from him. Whatever you got to do. But shit like this. That is so insane. All right. All right. <sighs> That's a rapperoo. We'll be gone next week, but uh, we'll catch up to you the week. Yeah, we're revamping. If you can't tell the video, we've had different backgrounds. We're switching things up. We're trying things. We're going to get all the online stuff all measured up. Hopefully the fucking stories will be better. I was just not inspired. Once I should have saved that Icelandic naked guy, and I'm going to post a picture on that on Instagram, so make sure you follow at Hogopod. But uh, what a bummer of a week for stories. I, I Usually I have to go to, like, two sites, and I find a lot of stuff, or I can at least be, like, you know, a handful of keywords. It was just dead as a doornail. Um, but I don't know. Yo, spring's starting. Girls are... It has sprung. Girls are freeing the nipples. I'm seeing the shorter dresses, shorts. Yeah. So uh, that means, you know, the you nights know. are going to get longer. People are... We're, I think we're in orange now. Are we in code orange or whatever? Who knows what code we're in. We're in code uh, walk down Melrose and see some Terrible. stuff bouncing around. So the... Uh, but uh, but uh, hopefully people are out and about more. We're going to get crazier stories. You know what I mean? People are hustling and bustling. Not every story is going to be fucking COVID or race related, hopefully. So look forward to that. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. We love you. Um, follow at Hogapod. Follow at Mitchell Phillips. Follow at Robot Spencer. At Beam Jeremy. And uh, we'll see you next time.